and welcome back. So today's topic of is the metaphysics of the gallbladder and also gallstones. So we will be looking at the psychosomatic language of the body as in my research, if you're familiar with it, it stores emotions in every single cell of the body and that includes organs. So let's look at what the job of the gallbladder is. It stores and concentrates bile and bile is also used to break down fat and fatty acids so that you can make hormones out of it. And the gallbladder also gets bile from the liver and the liver gets it from old red blood cells that the spleen checks. So basically the spleen checks all the red blood cells and the ones that are not used is sent to the liver and the liver then breaks it down and forms bile out of it. Now, ultimately healthy blood is also needed to have a healthy production of bile and bile also regulates ex excess cholesterol. Uh, also, but did you know that problems with your gallbladder can also be responsible for migraines? Now let's start by breaking down the psychosomatic language for the gallbladder. For example, and how it works and how a biological dysfunction in this system can emotionally translate itself into aspects of your life and also your past. So let's revisit what I said earlier. The gallbladder stores and concentrates bile. Now bile is used to break down fat and fatty acids. So let's pause there. In metaphysical anatomy, fat psychosomatically translates to emotional protection and also to our ability to either feel physically or emotionally safe and also protected. Now, when hormones are made during this process, in metaphysical anatomy, it psychosomatically translates to intense emotions fluctuating rapidly up and down, meaning you one minute might feel intense anger and also rage, and then your emotions can switch to a completely different state, such as exhaustion or feeling empty. And the variation in emotions that fluctuate so rapidly and regularly can be different for each of us. However, the focus is on the constant fluctuation. Now, this emotional process can also be normal to a certain degree as our emotions change based on the thoughts that we hold and also memories that spontaneously, for example, can start to surface throughout the day. However, in this case, the environment variation is stressful and also very disruptive, leaving you feeling almost completely out of control. Now, the gallbladder also gets bile from the liver. And in metaphysical anatomy, the liver psychosomatically translates to deep-seated suppressed anger. And this anger is also normally not expressed. And you might not even be consciously aware of its presence. And still you start to feel pain in the liver. And remember that pain is a call to action. That is your body telling you that it is time to emotionally detox. So now you see how these organs are also all linked they have their own messages and they also if you combine these messages you will actually find a very accurate straightforward answer from your body so you can find this information also in my book metaphysical anatomy volume 1 and you can also subscribe to my site at www.metaphysicalanatomy.com to receive a free cheat sheet for psychosomatic messages hidden in different body parts so let's get back to the liver. Now in this example, the liver produces bile from the old red blood cells that the spleen checks and then pushes out if they're not healthy. 
So now we have red blood cells coming into play. Now remember, blood always relates to our flow of communication. And if we communicate it or are communicated to in a healthy way, so then the spleen checks all the red blood cells and the ones that are not used is sent to the liver. And the liver then breaks it down to form bile out of it. So now here we have the spleen also coming into play. And in metaphysical anatomy, the psychosomatically, this translates to knowing what is healthy for you and what is not. And this can also relate to relationships, environmental circumstances. And in most cases, this also relates to your actual living arrangements and how healthy that is for you. Perhaps you have seen, for example, a negative or stressful environment or you've been stuck in it for so long that your negativity has become your positivity and your emotional discomfort has become your emotional comfort, resulting into you failing to, for example, in this case, recognize what is good for you and what is emotionally bad for you for your emotional and psychological well-being. So now, coming back to the process of the gallbladder, now remember that bile also regulates excess cholesterol, which in metaphysical anatomy also psychosomatically translates to having adapted to emotionally toxic people and also having lost your ability and your footing in life to recognize this and also failing to make changes in your life to be in alignment again with what you really truly want and what makes you happy. Now, here's the big question. What happens if you removed your gallbladder, right? So in this case, you may have dealt with a physical imbalance in your body. However, you have also not really truly dealt with the psychosomatic emotional stress and patterns that may have led up to this. If the answer is no, then what is it going to happen? The unresolved emotional stress will just move to another part in the body, causing a secondary issue or a secondary element elsewhere. Now, a common issue that my students and clients also have been faced with when they remove the gallbladder is that their kidney starts to flare up in most cases. So they struggle with inflammation and kidney stones and kidney problems. Gallbladder challenges, in short, relates to your bitterness and also your resentment towards people and circumstances. And kidneys are in the same resentment box, as I would call it, as the gallbladder. So, of course, Anything that the gallbladder was showing you that was not dealt with will also be passed now down to the kidneys, the liver, the spleen, and also perhaps even causing spinal problems. So if you did remove your gallbladder, then there is a high chance that you might also, for example, even develop lesions in your intestinal tract. And also lesions psychosomatically translates to feeling out of control and powerless in your life because your problems that you've been trying to push away has become the elephant in the room now. Your body will be challenged to break down fat in the body. However, a type of fat that's easy for the body to digest after the gallbladder has been removed is coconut oil. And I highly recommend that you also research this and discuss this with your healthcare, healthcare practitioner. Now you also see how you can accidentally focus on the symptoms of a problem rather than actually the root cause of the symptom. So let's look at secondary hidden issues. Now, for example, back pain between your shoulder blades. This could, for example, mean humiliation due to circumstances that you cannot control or change, yet you are greatly impacted by that. Remember that 
all these symptoms that we're discussing here now could actually be a, a, a complaint, the symptom of a gallbladder that's actually not functioning properly. Okay, so another point that we can be looking at here is pain in your right shoulder. Now, psychosomatically, this translates to anger related to feeling unsupported, perhaps by a masculine figure in your life and needing guidance. You can also, for example, feel nausea or vomiting issues relating relating to your diet when you eat food or just a general sensation of that now this would psychosomatically translate perhaps to an imbalanced relationship with your mother or with an important female figure in your life now high fever and chills can also be a symptom and this is the body trying to detox what was once good for you is now emotionally toxic and it is trying to get rid of that so Let's now move on to the general psychosomatic language of your body that you are, if you are challenged by this problematic gallbladder. Let's have a deeper look into it. Here in this case, you might, for example, feel very challenged when you're faced with harsh relationships in your life. This is often also, say, related to the harshness of a father figure or an influential person in your life that was very masculine. And you feel also very timid and you also perhaps have a very gentle nature. However, as a result of your stressful past, you are overcorrecting overstep boundaries. And this is a result of feeling taken advantage of in the past and also a fear of establishing clear boundaries. Now you could also, for example, be suppressing a great deal of bitterness and holding grudges. And grudges have also now perhaps become your new defense mechanism. And you perhaps feel that life is just plain unpleasant with no room for joy and for peace. And even when your circumstances are peaceful, you don't even know how to recognize it as the stress that has now become your new peace. And perhaps you are also very judgmental of the things that you cannot change within yourself or in your environment. And it's this judgment that is being expressed through frustration and also through very resentful words. And you are also known for your stubbornness and also ability to resist and to also fight against highly stressful circumstances. Now, pain is your foundation and it gives you a sense of power and strength. Perhaps you might even take pride in all the pain that has been felt and experienced during your lifetime. Right? As, and of course, in this case, rightfully so. There does also come a time though when you do need to let go of the story of what happened in the past. Because that story is not the mechanism that's going to keep you safe and that's going to help you to become realigned to the new future and the new you. And also just tapping a little bit more back into the general explanation. Your life has also been stale. It could feel joyless. It could feel bitter for too long. It is also important to know that who you are will always be good enough for the people that love you. Right? You often feel blocked whenever you need to express yourself, especially when it comes to sharing your dislike of someone or something. Right? You attract people also who project negative attitudes onto you, causing you to feel like you deserve to be treated poorly in this case, for example. And this is also a reflection of how you allow people to treat you in the past, right? You feel conflicted when you're challenged with circumstances that would prompt you to stand your ground. And you often perhaps even revert to an aggressive pattern 
which has served you well in the past. And you can't let go of past images, for example, that were highly stressful and very traumatic. And these images also play an endless loop in your mind. And you also suffer in silence and will rarely open up to others. Okay, and also perhaps you could also choose instead to release your pain and anger through sarcasm. This is also a way for you to safely to disagree with others and to also release what emotional stress and tension. It's almost like that pressure pot to just relieve a little bit of the tension so that you can feel the temporary relief. Now there is also a chance that you might indulge in alcohol and also in substances to suppress your emotions and anxiety due to never knowing what is going to happen next. And you may also be overly dramatic at times as a result of your childhood that included perhaps a parent who was very stressed and anxious and also worried, always like we call it the warrior, always worrying about everything and everyone. And perhaps your mother or your father, father also handled a crisis by means of panic and blame or even running away. And this pattern has rubbed off onto you as that was your only source of guidance that you had as a child to look towards to when there was a crisis. You might also be communicating at arm's length. You might feel conflicted as you desire, for example, closeness and also love from other people. However, you also fear love and intimacy. As a result, you often push people away and sabotage personal relationships. And this recreates patterns of isolation and loneliness. Now, let's look at key points for you to explore with the intention to help you to improve your quality of life. So let's move on now to key points to explore with the intention to help you to improve your quality of life. So now the first question is, when did the gallbladder problem start? And how did you feel during that time? What pressing issue was in your life? Explore anger behind your self-expression. Do you need anger, for example, before you can communicate yourself and also to say how you feel? And if that is the case, I would highly recommend that you also go um, have a look at my video, the psychosomatic root causes of anger and how to deal with that. And I would also highly recommend that if you feel like you want to go through a healing session, I have that for free for you to access at www.guidedhealingsession.com. So let's move on to the next question. What was your relationship like with your mother? Explore also associations made with love, made with acceptance, made with feeling safe, right? Perhaps even trauma related to your mother plays a really big role here. Also, what is the benefit of pushing people away? How does that keep you safe? And what does it keep you safe from? Also, perhaps what happened that made you feel that way in the first place? Now, also, why are you being so hard on yourself? What, hap what will happen if you actually were just gentle and kind towards yourself? How do you feel about taking, for example, action on that? What would happen if you had to tell people how you really truly felt? Right? You might fear that it will cause, for example, you to feel vulnerable. And your pain and your emotions are all that you have left. And you do not want to expose yourself. So it begs the question, what is if there's, for example, trauma related to feeling exposed? Another question that, you can, that I want to ask you here as well is, how is your stubbornness serving you? 
what what would for example happen if you let go of it now you may also have experienced a childhood where people on the other side of the family line were looked down on and as a result you feel like you've been put in that same judgment box and now you're being hard on yourself as a result of that or perhaps trying to fight for your own individuality and resenting the core essence where you are from biologically. Now, what is also perhaps the benefit of holding on to grudges? How is this serving you or keeping you safe? What or who does it keep you safe from? Did your parents, for example, have similar patterns? If yes, then explore the difference between your habits and your parents' habits as well. Because you no longer need to express your parents' trauma in order to cope in your life, as these old coping patterns have now become destructive. Also, your achievements perhaps could have been closely monitored and scrutinized as a way of motivating you. How did this, for example, make you feel, right? Here's an association. Punishment equals success. So... Also, another question that I want to ask you here is that, are you abusing alcohol of substances? If the answer is yes, then explore why. What does the alcohol give you that you cannot access or feel without it? Now, I have also noticed a strong pattern in my clients and students that there's, for example, also sexual abuse trauma, whether it happened in your life or whether it's a strong predisposition from your ancestry. And normally what I have found is that it's the strong predisposition for it in the ancestry that tends to be the culprit in this. So now we have discussed the gallbladder problems, yet there is another challenging part here that you could also be facing. And that is also that you can have gallstones. So gallbladder stones are also formed when bile in the gallbladder starts to form solid particles which also now means that the gallbladder is not fully releasing all the necessary bile. Now, in metaphysical anatomy, this would psychosomatically translate to not letting go of resentment. Your resentment has now become your source of strength and also boundaries. And unconsciously, you are holding on to the resentment as this only feeds into more feelings of resentment as old memories and cycles through your mind starts to move to move through back and forth during the day building and building and building the foundation of resentment until the resentment becomes your place of power and comfort now let's move on to the general psychosomatic language of your body if you are challenged by gallstones now here you have bitterness and also resentment that has become the main key issues your past and your trauma and your pain cannot be pushed aside anymore. And deep down, for example, the need for vengeance and perhaps even an apology and the justice are blocking you from moving forward in your life. And you perhaps also analyze your emotions instead of really truly feeling them in your heart. Yet this coping mechanism and this method has also actually served you very well until now. Now, perhaps you're also feeling a great deal of anger towards someone that caused you emotional or physical harm. You also want justice, but know that no one else will take responsibility. And this causes you even more anger and frustration. And your body is trying to compensate for feeling emotionally vulnerable. And it is also in, for example, as a result that you have now a hardened attitude and emotions. 
you are also now holding on to traumatic and bitter circumstances that took place, letting your anger mask your emotional pain. And you may also perhaps be afraid to let go of the anger, as you would then have to deal with the full extent of your suppression. Now, experiencing anger and bitterness and resentment for long periods of time have caused you to become cold and distant and emotionally hard towards yourself and also towards your environment. And your anger perhaps has also now become your source of boundaries and power. So here are also some key points for you to explore with the intention to help you to improve your quality of life and to also to bring awareness of this ailment. Now, let's also, let me ask you this question as well, to explore trauma related to rejection and also abandonment. Which influential person made you feel abandoned during your greatest moment of needing support? And how did that make you feel apart from rejected and abandoned? Now, I would also highly recommend that you go through the free healing online um, guided session at www.guidedhealingsession.com. It's absolutely free and is there for you to use and utilize at with any given moment in time that you would need it. Now, another question I also want to ask you is, did you feel perhaps rejected by your mother or your father? You know, was there hostility in your relationships with them? Did you feel protected by your mother and in this case specifically the mother and let's say for example perhaps dad might have been very aggressive or abusive of course you would not have felt protected by dad but in this case it still flips back to mom did you feel that mom protected you during those times so that's a very important distinction just to make there as well another question to ask is also whom do you feel bitter and resentful towards Right? Explore also which parent had similar qualities and also explore the difference between your emotions and your parents' emotions. Now, you might also become stuck in a self-sabotaging pattern that, that, for example, alter the ability to become successful in many areas of your life. So Another question to ask is feeling under attack for long periods of time could also actually cause this, this pattern to flip around and you could start to, for example, start um, self-destructive relationships with yourself, perhaps by abusing substances, drugs, any coping mechanism that is to your detriment. So then the question is, what did you need emotionally whenever you felt under attack? Another question to ask is, for example, trauma related to being punished. For example, in this case, causing you to punish yourself with an unhealthy lifestyle. If that's the case, why? How does it make you feel? And what is the benefit of punishing yourself? Meaning, what would you have to emotionally feel or do in your life that you don't want to do or feel if you were not stuck in that self-punishment cycle? Now, what also is the benefit of hardening your attitude towards people and life? And what do you gain by doing this? Now, this could, there could also, for example, be trauma related to an ancestor who had an affair with someone else and had a child outside of his or her marriage. Because in metaphysical anatomy, we call this generational trauma that is triggered in your life. Another question to ask is, who is projecting anger towards you and how does that make you feel? Do you feel responsible for it? And if the answer is yes, why? Another question to ask is when you expressed a need for love, security and comfort, how were your emotional needs met and how did that make you feel? 
And I would also recommend perhaps that you can go through my free um, online meditation for anxiety and also psychosomatic root causes of anger and how to deal with it. And also just last that I want to share here with you that if you're wondering by now in this case, why do some people have gallbladder problems that has the same history as me and others don't? Well, here is my answer. Now, there were aspects that I mentioned earlier, for example, that there are points where a person has reached their emotional threshold and also their ability to emotionally cope and psychologically suppress it until it reached a point where the emotional and the physical and psychological threshold collapses. Or this could also be related to a condition as a result of a strong predisposition that has been activated in the biology due to extreme or long-term stress. So to answer your question as to why some people are challenged by gallbladder problems, yet others who had the exact same emotional challenges than you, for example, did, did not develop, you know, gallbladder problems or an ailment. And the best explanation observation is that I found so far is that the same for most psychological or ailments, challenges that surfaces in a person's life. And that is that the threshold for enduring a certain type of emotional environmental stress has just reached its peak. You know, for example, which made a person overly sensitive, also known in my teachings and classes, is that the threshold has now become very low for enduring a certain type of stress and environmental factors. Now, a person, for example, with a high threshold for certain types of emotional stress or environmental um, factors will most likely have very little to no biological reaction to stress that takes place in their life or during certain events that, for example, would be perceived as being traumatic. And it is also dependent on a person's predisposed threshold and how we can also, for example, process stressful circumstances in our present life or as a result of our past experiences. And this is also based on our biological resources, which is emotional, physical, psychological as well. Now, that is a wrap for today. So thank you so much for joining me here. And until next time, be the light that you are.